0: Today is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. Cal, how are you feeling as the year 2020 comes to
1: an end? Holy shit, dude. I'm very happy that this year is ending, I guess. But but actually, I'm kind of sad because of what... I, I feel like I could have done better this year. I really do feel like I could have done better. And I know that's not... like I'm going to make this a constructive segment. And not deconstructive, so don't worry. But man, did I use COVID as an excuse not to do anything with my life this entire time? Mm. And I just feel like I could have I could have done a a, a lot of better things. So next year, now now that we've all been through this, the COVID age, it's no excuses. No, it's going to be twenty twenty one will be a no excuses year. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, I can say that confidently. But uh, yeah, I'm I feeling mean, good. I'm feeling yeah. good, David. I'm feeling real good. And it's, it's going, it's going well so far, though, right? Because like,
0: I don't know. I don't. Do we want to talk about the updates for our screen time challenge thing now or later? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. We'll we'll talk about it just a tab later. Because because sure. I, I just want to. I mean, I don't know if you said something when we were playing tennis. Was that two days ago or yesterday? Uh, I don't remember. That, that was that two day. days. That was that was two days ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was two days ago. Um and you you said something to me that bothered me because I mean, it's Christmas Eve, eve, and I oh. asked you like, how are you feeling and you told me that you guys just don't do Christmas in your house. oh <laughs> yeah. like what because it because it just makes me feel kind of uh i feel I do feel bad for you. I, I'm like loving this Christmas spirit like it really does bring me just so much nostalgia for for, for one thing and it's just so cozy and comforting knowing that like i'm celebrating tradition which is something that i mean most people in america don't have but this is what we do have so let's celebrate it right right
0: yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's not like come christmas time that there's like absolutely nothing that we're doing i mean I'm we're still chilling we're still having but we don't have like lights well no we have lights on too but we don't have like christmas dinner so to speak or like presents stuff like that That's what bothers me. Is the presence part. It's the presence part? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. And... Yeah, it's just not a... It was never a tradition that caught on. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's never caught on. How does that not catch on? It's like the only piece of culture America has at this point. (laughs) That's (laughs) true. (laughs) That's true. This is all we got. And like, I always complain about a lack of culture. So don't count me out. Like, this is my little time to, to celebrate. Even though I'm not really too keen on actual christmas like the real reason why i just like christmas time you know
0: yeah i mean i
1: I think i think everyone has their own
0: holidays though because like for me i really love thanksgiving and i really love um easter Uh, even though i'm not not religious um easter is a really fun time for for me and my family um because generally spring break time as well oh yeah yeah and and yeah, we always do something nice there, um, whether it's travel or whatever. Um, yeah, just good. you know, Christmas just never. Uh, I know a couple of people who don't really celebrate Fourth of July, and I'm like, damn, really? Because like we always do fireworks and stuff in the in the driveway. Um, of course, of course. Yeah, I, I understand. I I had a friend as well back in Boston, who was like really big on Christmas. Um, he's from Michigan, and in yeah. Michigan, obviously, it's snowing during this time, and there's like. You know, there's that classic Christmas vibe, you know, you have the snow, you have the hot chocolate, you have the caroling in the snow. You no, know, it's um, the Charlie
1: Brown Christmas soundtrack is the that's what you have to slap. Like I feel like geez. if you if you listen to that little album, like you would be sold on Christmas. Like it's oh, it makes you feel warm inside that, that Christmas soundtrack. <laughs> and I, I just I went over to Molly's and uh we enjoyed Christmas Eve 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 together. And <laughs> we, we we sipped on tea and uh, we watched Charlie Brown Christmas, which is like literally my favorite Christmas movie by a large margin because Christmas movies usually suck because they're about Christmas. Right. And a movie can't be good when it's about Christmas. Like it just can't be. But Charlie Brown Christmas is about the vibes and it's about making you feel nice and cozy and nostalgic and it does it well. So, mm-hmm. so that uh, yeah, go ahead. So what, what would you rather have? Those
0: moments or the presents? Those moments. Yeah, those so I'm, moments. Thinking, I'm thinking the presents are not as big as like what the the types of memories and experiences you associate with each holiday. You know, like yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. For for me, for Easter and for Thanksgiving, generally speaking, those are great times for 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 activities for the family and stuff like that. Um, and for you as well. Um, but I don't know. I think I think I'm 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 gonna try and do like f- traditions with friends and and stuff like that for mm-hmm. Christmas that's definitely i'm I'm definitely open to that um it's just something that i, I don't know
1: present giving was never uh something like i said yeah out shit. well tell me this. tell me this. have you gotten have you ever gotten a thoughtful gift like has someone really put time and effort into something and in given it to you mm, that's a big one like it's, a bit, I, it's definitely important yeah yeah, I mean, I've last Christmas. Well, okay, because I've this is going to be our third Christmas, Molly and I, because we met around Christmas time, so we haven't known each other for three years. But wait, how does that work? Like, how have we had three Christmases? Does that Did mean we celebrate- have known each other? Did you celebrate one early? Well, yeah, because we met. We really like started hanging out junior year, right? Like during Christmas time. Right. So junior year Christmas, senior year Christmas, and this year's Christmas. So it has been three years. Well, it's coming up to three years, right? dude, have I really known Molly for three years? Do you guys celebrate anniversaries and stuff? No, not really. I mean, we do. I'm like, yo, I think we've been dating for this long. And she's like, I think uh, so. <laughs> cool. But like, anniversaries are cheesiest. Like, I don't know. Maybe when you're married, it's more important. But dating anniversaries, I don't care. Yeah, th- those are those are a bit cheesy, not going to lie. Yeah, because marriage is such like a final and like definitive point in time that you can look back on and celebrate. But like, Molly and I were dating before we were dating. So it just doesn't feel like a real thing to celebrate. You get Wait, what I'm what? saying? Like because we were, were dating before I asked her out, really. You oh. get what I'm saying? Like we were loyal to each other. We hung out every day. We bought each other gifts. We did everything a couple would do. But I had just never asked her to date me. When and was the I,
0: official day that you like at? It was
1: actually sometime in like, I actually don't know. Maybe in February, I think. This February? No, February of junior year. Oh, okay. I was going to say like, that because <laughs> no, no, for a really that, long time. You were like junior. I'll have to ask her, though. That's something that just doesn't matter to me, but... No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I'm, yeah. I'm always curious, though. Like, when's that moment, you know? Like, you don't want to do it too early
1: to like... Yeah, well, started. I did it. Yeah, I just did it. Like, one day, I was just like, I'm just going to get this over with because it's just dumb. Like, I really hate... I, like, to me, I think the reason why, I've like, these last three years I've loved Christmas is because I associate that with, like, really getting to like, no Molly like that's this is like the time where we like I just have so many memories about Christmas time with Molly. Like mm-hmm. our first junior year we watched My Own Private Idaho in my little room setup and I, we had a my dad made a homemade apple cider on the stove and I'm just I just remember that and I feel like that's this is more of our anniversary than whatever that day was in February that I don't even know on the top of my head. Mm. But um yeah, I think that's one reason why Christmas is so important to me. You know? Yeah, no, I got that. Yeah, um, but yeah, David, you need a thoughtful gift, is what you need. Because I, I just spent six hours painting something for Molly. Oh my kn- lord! Like I don't even know how to paint. That's why it takes me so long. I bet Molly could have done it in like twenty minutes. But uh, one of our favorite uh, albums, "Haha ha by the Garden," uh, I has a dog in the album cover, and uh, basically, I painted the whole album cover but replaced the dog with one of her cats. Oh, yes, and I. Yeah, intricately painted her cap mucho into the album cover. And I just think I, that's so nice. Like, there's nothing better than a thoughtful gift. It, like, that really means someone dedicated a lot of time just to make you happy.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. What, what a nice feeling, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I have received, but I don't know. I don't think so. Like, one example I can come up with easily, but it's not like spent hours on it, but like, and it wasn't even like for an occasion. I remember I was talking, you know, I was speaking with someone back in boston and um you know we were talking about how we love chocolate and how we love marshmallows and stuff like that and i remember like telling her like hey i haven't eaten marshmallows in a super long time you know a couple of days pass and then like i find this like little package in front of my dorm one day as i leave um leave my dorm for lunch yeah and yeah it's like a little small container with like two marshmallows in it with a note saying like yo man check out these marshmallows they're lit
1: They're <laughs> they're, they're, they're chocolate chocolate filled marshmallows That's-
0: isn't that dope?
1: That must have made you feel good. There's no way it didn't. Yeah, yeah. So the, the,
0: the, if that's what you mean by thoughtful presents, yeah, I have received those. Um, And I also received like a graduation gift from from my friend Derek, who got us these friendship... Because we always made fun of friendship bracelets and how like... Oh, so she got you He got us a pair. <laughs> that's um, genius. Their, um, yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I think I mentioned this to you at one point, probably. I This... I'm assuming I've told you about pretty much everything going on in campus these days, but um, I remember uh, with the same person who gave me the marshmallows because I also wanted to return her favor. Um, it was her birthday, and she mentioned how like she misses macarons or macaroons? macaroons. Oh yeah, those little those little cookie things. Cookie things, yeah, they're fucking expensive, dude. Holy, I, no. I did not realize that. I I I biked over to the mall in Boston. That was like it was a decent amount of time away. I didn't want to Uber there because the Uber was like. I, I just didn't want to Uber. So I, I oh, biked screw that, yeah. you know, I, I listened to some podcasts, um, biked through, um, down, uh, downtown Boston and all that went through the mall. Um, and there was a little like macaron stand and yeah, I just like, I, I was expecting to spend like 20, 30 bucks maximum. You yeah. Know, like the birthday pack they had was $50. And I was like, Oh fuck. Well, I biked all the way over here. In my <laughs> way <better." laughs> but you dropped 50. I dropped 50 on that thing. Um, and yeah, I, I Damn Yeah. But I I don't know. I felt like I felt like I didn't want to like, you know, it's such a weird thought to have when you're like, oh, shit, I shouldn't be putting this much money into, you know, a friendship, so to speak. Right. Like, I didn't really want to because I I knew that her and I, we would be close friends, you know, for. for
1: Oh, yeah. 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 And oh, no, of course. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, from an outsider's point of view, I'm just like $50 for macaroons. That's what I'm more appalled about. Oh, yeah. I was appalled by that, too. But th- they were fucking delicious, though. They were handmade and all that. Okay, um, okay. And, uh, yeah. Small business, I'm assuming? Yep, small business. Um, well then drop the goddamn money. I don't I care. care. <laughs> That's how we roll on the David and Cal show. I mean, yeah. how's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, it was... I don't know if I can say it was
0: worth it. in term... Like, if I were <laughs> to just say, like, hey, do you want to drop $50 on cookies? No. they're like a one they're like a one-time purchase like you would never go back for it you know what i'm saying yeah like you yeah it, experience it say and that then move on yeah move on yeah yeah I, this is not like a normal <laughs> yeah
1: um ah, okay well i don't i definitely want to update people on our phone experiment
0: oh wait get, hold on my mom's calling me
1: oh go ahead all right my bad go on um okay so where we're we? uh Oh, yeah, I wanted to update people on the phone experiment. Uh-huh. So, David, we've been sending each other a screen time every day. Yep, yep. And what what has happened? I mean, I think I think we've seen progress, right? Yeah, I think we have. So, I mean, here, let me just pull up some statistics here. Let me open up screen time real fast. <sighs> okay, so if we look at the last week, let me go to the week statistics. I feel like that's the got to look at the broader week all right yeah yeah, yeah. so i was at f- six hours a day from december sixth to 13th mm-hmm. six Wait, hours a day
0: when was the week that we
1: decided to uh what was it last week was the week we decided last week so literally like pretty much last week okay so, and, well, and, and
0: well, so what what average are you looking at
1: so i'm looking at two weeks ago December sixth so the- through third, I mean December sixth through the thirteenth. Average. Oh, okay. So we're, yeah, well, I was at well, I was at six hours a day. Yeah, I was at six hours thirty nine. And then we started this experiment, and I went down to four hours and thirty minutes, twenty percent down. Yeah, I did. I
0: went down five hours and thirty nine minutes last week, and now this week currently my average is four hours and thirty minutes.
1: And I'm down to three hours and thirty minutes, so I'm down. Ooh. I went down twenty percent, and now I'm down thirty percent from the twenty percent nice that's what we'd like to see see, dude it's it's working like and i think uh, i told molly about it we might have to just start a a phone group chat like we're it's like like we just we have multiple people sending in the screen times and we just have a discussion about it like you have to be like good job good job nice job what yeah, yeah I, think,
0: <laughs> I, I think that I think one of the better parts of this all was like the 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 satisfaction of like hearing like oh shit I did this and then you like you send it to someone it's like yeah I did this like good shit bro like that that's I also know I know
1: pain. I know and and it's also accountability like you send in if you have a tough day you yeah, send, just it just just and send it in you know yeah like yo I had a tough day like it, we're this is just bringing attention to it and uh people are acknowledging it you obviously you're gonna do better. Yeah yeah like today so,
0: yeah so th- th- this morning so like at 12 a.m i was facetiming so that took up like an hour and a half and that this morning I was, like, I was like oh shit okay well i can't i can't go over three hours because if we if i do we both die and shit um and so i i think w- without that facetime i would have
1: like an hour and a half phone time today that's and, the one thing is like yeah go ahead keep going
0: well no, i was just gonna say like that's that's good shit <laughs> i know i
1: know but like What's when do we draw the line is my question. Like is there a conclusion to this? No, I don't think there needs to be. Like is it at what point like is there a victory? Like at what oh. point are we like, holy crap, like like well, what is a what is like is an hour a day like because I I don't think going on your phone at all is actually healthy. Like I think people it's need to go on un- their phone. Right, it's also unrealistic. Yeah, like people need to go check their phones. So like at one point, did we hit like the holy grail of screen time in a week?
0: I think I think a good... Okay, at least let's just say this. Like a temporary... Or let's say like a... Yeah, temporary short-term goal, right? Temporary short-term goal is to see if we can get this down to two hours a week.
1: So every day we average two hours? Yeah, yeah,
0: sorry. Weekly average two hours. Because like if you think about it... And we can just like observe it, you know? Like, okay... we previously both averaged six hours previously. What are we doing with like four extra hours a day? You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, and I, I have lots of things I've been doing with that extra time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've been reading so much more, like so much more. Like I've never read so much more in my life because I'm like, what I do is I, I look, what I do is I check my screen time. I'm like, oh, I already got like, I already got two hours today. Like I can't keep doing this. So I just look around for something else to do and I just grab a book and do that for an hour. Yep, And I just feel like that's... What What better way can you spend your time than becoming smarter and exactly. reading? Exactly. Like I mean, the, you've,
0: you've discovered Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell, right?
1: Yes, yes. And I've been reading... Uh, I've never read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy before. Or it's a classic. Me neither. Yeah, I guess I should too. And, and I, I I literally sat down and read the first 100 pages in like literally an hour because it's so good so far. Oh, man. It's so good. It's, it's just a, fun, a really funny uh sci-fi book and, and it's a really thought out sci-fi book with like tons of detail in the universe like it's really thought out and mm. so far so goddamn good and and there's nothing better than the actual funny book because those are rare in my opinion
0: mm-hmm. yeah and we can do like fucking book exchange bro I'm, I'm done with abundance of Catherines and i think you should definitely read that book oh yeah and I got, you... I got a book for
1: you i have a book for you david and i told you about it and i've talked about it on this podcast multiple times because it made me cry because it's so good it's called flowers for Algernon. Is it sci-fi? Kinda, low key. It's it's everything's normal besides the fact that you can make a uh, mentally a handicapped person a genius with a chemical. Oh. Oh. Yo. All
0: right. Um oh, I don't know if the studio's gonna be open, but yo. Book Next exchange, time. man. Book exchange. I'm probably gonna drive over to your house and just give it to you. I I really need to talk to you about this book, Abundance of Catherines, man. Like yeah, this. and I,
1: I will read the shit out of it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I because, like this. Because,
1: Yeah, and, and and I've also experienced what you experienced because I remember when we spoke about uh reading a book you should read versus what you want to read. Right. Right. Exactly. Which is which is actually low key one of the best conversations we had with Jaden in your house that one day. Like that could have been a podcast episode. Remember that? Yeah. But we that was a good day. We just pulled up to your house, just on a whim. Like maybe he'll let us in. That was great, but uh, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny, yeah. But yeah, like, bro, if I'm being completely honest, like, so you've been reading Andrew Yang's book, right? Have you finished it? No, not yet. Are you through yet? Yeah, and it's it's really hard to finish that book like in one sitting. Like, Wait, it's what? hard. What do you mean? Like, I I I do lose interest pretty fast. Like, mm-hmm. it, like some of the statistics, like, they're mind blowing, and I'm like, holy crap! Like, like that that net worth statistic that pretty much just proves systemic racism. Like I'm like, wow, like that net worth statistic about how the average white person is worth over a hundred thousand dollars and the average black household is worth less than $10,000 mm. blew my fucking mind. Like that's such a blatant black and white depiction of systemic racism. And, and yet like I just stopped reading cause I'm like, it just feels like a textbook after a while. And that's so, true, I mean yeah, and so, yeah.
0: yeah we we should we should we could definitely talk about this, like the obviously reading fiction and nonfiction are two completely different things, and I would argue that you even you need to have like two different mindsets as well when you read them, you know, um I've had a lot of success, like having a notebook next to me while I read nonfiction. Mm, uh, mm. um, and the reason why is because like r- r- I think reading fiction is kind of like watching a movie, right? Like you are kind of just on, you're, you know, it's taking you for a ride. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're on this kind of boat that the author has created for you and you're you're going down this river of narration and stuff like that. And there's really not much, I guess, um, thinking you have to do. It's more like feeling that you get to do.
1: Exactly. Perfect way to put it.
0: Right. but for But for nonfiction though, I feel like, you know, you really need to be pro- the proactive thinker when you read. And I've found it... I've experimented with multiple ways. One, um, voice memos. So, like, your phone, have your phone next to you. And then, like, whenever you have, like, a thought, you know, like, as you read this median statistic, you're like, fuck, man. Like, what does that mean for, like, Native Americans, you know? Or, like... W- why do you think this statistic is important or like, what does it remind you of? Or just like interesting thoughts that come up while you read or like questions that you have or like um, things you want to explore further, either put down, put it down on a voice memo and you can like label it and shit like Andrew Yang page, whatever. So on and so forth. I, I've experimented with that, never really caught on. And I got this notebook, right? This black bound solid notebook with lines in it, basic lines. It's a really crisp you know minimalist notebook and yeah i just open it have a pen next to me as i as i read and then interesting thoughts like here i'll just let me show you and i have my notebook
1: right go ahead yeah please thank you thank you
0: i was reading this book i think oh yeah it's called poor economics talks about like how we can solve poverty (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see um let's see oh yeah um Oh shit, well, what, what was I thinking about here? Okay, so I, I I took this quote out, right? Amartya Sen says that poverty leads to an intolerable waste of talent. Because mm-hmm. you have people you have people not having the capability to realize one's full potential. Um and then so then I ask, you know, I I add these notes down, you know, like once in a generation talent. You've heard of that before, right? Like of course, this yeah. guy's once in a generation talent, once in a generation mind. Is that true? Like, is it really once in a generation for intellects, right? For innovators like Einstein, Stephen Hawking, you know, how many people appear, how many people like this appear every year in a generation? Is it really one or like thousands? And many of those thousands just never have the chance to realize that, right? So like, you know, for every Einstein we find, I I wrote this down, right? For every Einstein we find that are developed, how many are never found? And I was like, "Is it one to a hundred? Is it one to a thousand? You know, is it one to a million? Right? For every Einstein that that becomes Einstein, how many more never became Einstein but could have? Wow! You know, and you know that that was just like some some thoughts I jotted down. And obviously, reading it like this way is super slow, right? Obviously, yeah. But I think this is a really enjoyable way. Like you're you're literally having a conversation with the book, you know. Like you're. Oh, can you hear me?
1: yeah i can hear you keep going
0: Okay. yeah like it's like you know you're really like in your mind and shit you know like when this works like when you're in the right mood and right environment and you know you have lo-fi music playing you maybe have some hot tea on on the stove yeah yeah,
1: you just you can just kill those books i'm guessing
0: well i don't know about like kill in terms of like going faster but like you're really getting to like this almost meditative state of mind where you're like deep in your own thought and deep in your own Mm, mm. your own your own um questions and, and answers yeah. and really yeah it's almost as if you like found another person to talk to but it's still yourself right i think nonfiction books are a really interesting way for you to be able to talk with yourself as if you were not yourself if that makes mm. sense mm. Um, so yeah I would, I would definitely recommend that like like
1: that's obviously- a be- yeah, you you said it be- like and what i do is anytime i find myself enjoying a nonfiction book I literally, I'm always like, when I read it, I'm just like, fuck, I wish David was here. So I could tell him about this. (laughs) That's literally what I'm thinking the whole time, but I should tell myself about it for starters. Right. And, and record
0: it down. So like once you do read it and later down weeks, months, even years later, you can go back to it and be like, damn, it's a good thought. You know, it's a good point. And maybe they'll, you know, it's just a record of your thoughts. And I think that's, that's really cool. So I'm hoping to like, i'm hoping to finish my my goal eventually once i get like into the habit is to finish one of these books every semester or every half a year so two of these books every year um and then eventually like when i'm older and shit maybe maybe when i'm retired i'm gonna like um put this goal out as like once a month yeah yeah like like fill this book fill one of these books every month and shit with thoughts um and maybe one day I can, like, pass on to, like, my kids and shit. Like, this giant suitcase of, like, black notebooks that just has my thoughts. And and they can pick up where readings. you left off. Exactly. And just because, you know, maybe maybe they didn't read what I read. But they can at least read what I thought.
1: No, that's your save point. <laughs> and then <they're>, you're loading <laughs> your next game right there.
0: Exactly. Like, like, in a way, these black notebooks are are kind of like this podcast, right? They're recordings of thoughts. Yeah, of course. Of what happened yeah. at this time when I was doing this thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, I actually have an extra book for these if you want one. Um, I'm going to maybe on that maybe when I
1: come by and give you abundance of Catherine's um I'll drop by the notebook too. For sure. That would be Yeah, cuz that's the main thing is like I didn't journal until I had a nice journal. True. But, yeah. but I don't want I don't want to stuff like like cuz that my journal is kind of almost strictly for my feelings. Yeah, like, no no no. That's pretty much all I use it for and I don't want to like cuz I remember I, when I was doing the SAT, I used like two pages to just I started writing down math problems and I just ripped them out because I'm like, that does not belong in there. Like, this is strictly my feelings. And I think it would be, I think it's important to separate the two. So, dude, if you could drop off one of those notebooks, that'd be clutch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's, that's my uh, recommendation there. But yeah, I really like um, the group chat idea. Just is is Molly having phone time, screen time issues? Oh,
1: Molly's one of the worst out there. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, she's, she's not the worst out there, but she's just, It's normal. She has a normal amount of screen time, which is terrible for most people. (laughs) (laughs) If we're being completely honest, it's terrible. What are are you talking about? Well, I've never met anyone that I I always tell people to check their screen time. And they're always like, no way I spend this much time on their phone. And it's literally like eight hours for most people I know. Like, uh, you know, serendipity. Yeah, She's like a nine hour a day kind of person. Alyssa Rado was like nine hours a day uh i know julius spends like seven hours on his phone lauren palumbo spends sometimes 10 hours on her phone a day yeah that's right i don't think i've had double digits yet i've I've never hit double actually there's probably a day where i was really depressed where i just sat there and watched youtube for 10 hours straight
0: yeah just
1: numb your brain and shit yeah that i mean i've definitely done that before and i probably just didn't even check it because i didn't even want to see the damage (laughs) yeah wait i'm curious what are your thoughts on audiobooks it doesn't hit the same it really doesn't like even if it's a good even if it's a good narrator like it just doesn't hit the same and i mean it's just scientifically proven that you you build better connections with the information if you read it that's why print will never die facts
0: facts i yeah audiobooks don't work unless here's the thing the literally the only time i think audiobooks works is when it's a memoir written in the first person yes Yes, and the, and the authors narrating it. Yeah. It's it, the authors narrated. That's the only time. Like Barack Obama's.
1: Yeah, I was literally about to mention that too. It, it, uh, it it's different yeah. when he's the one saying the words. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's
0: that's the only audiobook I'm planning on buying. Um maybe down the
1: line, but um but yeah, that's it. So that's um, it's definitely that's the only time I'd say it's acceptable. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, that this honestly just talking about reading, because you caught me when we were doing the David and Cal show. At a point in my life where I never really read books ever, yeah. Like, this is something I've. This it. is something I've recently picked up. Like I haven't. I, I started reading during quarantine. I never read before this ever in my life. I, I'm not even kidding. I couldn't even count how many books I've read on two hands. I'd have to only use one, not not multiple. Yeah. One. Yeah, I I I, cool. I yeah. So and I've read more books in quarantine than I've ever had in my entire life. But this, like. This is very important. Like, I, I've missed out, if I'm being completely honest. And I, I know the reason why I missed out and the reason why I always hated reading. And it's because of AR. Mm. AR. Like, AR is the absolute worst. And, and what my teachers did to enforce AR was even worse. It, it was just terrible. And, and, like, if I could just testify here. So, one, I never met my AR goal all the way through mm-hmm. elementary school. Never even got close, if I'm being honest. Like, I would literally go and read the Diary of the Wimpy Kids books as fast as I could and try to knock out the test for a few points so I wouldn't fail. That's that's as far as it would go. Um, and so, like, I would just get punished constantly and and, and severely. I'll never forget, in fifth grade, uh, I had a teacher named Mrs. Parker. I did not meet my argle, goal, and you know what she did? Do you know what she did? No banished me from lunch and recess. I had to go <laughs> sit in her classroom for half the year and read instead of hanging out with my friends during lunch and recess. Damn, yeah, that's, that's not the way to do it. <laughs> right? It's not the way to do it. And, and this happened in fourth grade. This happened in third grade. I would, they would make me go sit on the white line if I didn't meet my AR goal. And it was just constant negative reinforcement every time I thought of reading. And so now here I am. And in high school, every time I thought of reading, I thought of the pain that it brought me, not being able to be my argol, sitting on the white line, missing out on my lunch while all my other friends had fun. And that's all I would associate reading with. Uh, failure is what I would associate reading with. And, and then so I asked Molly, because she's one of the most avid readers I know. This girl reads books like crazy, and she has her whole life. How, how her... Uh, origin story was in reading. And she went to McSwain in her elementary school days. And apparently one, they didn't even have AR. Just completely threw that out of the window. And two, they did positive reinforcement with reading. So every year at McSwain, they do something called reading week. And basically they completely throw away with plans of lecture and they replace it with come in your pajamas. We're making hot cocoa or apple cider. And we're only just going to read and chill the whole week. So now you have two different case studies here. One person who was constantly rewarded for reading and can associate reading with, you know, being comfortable and and, and being in her pajamas and sipping on tea and apple cider. And then you have me who associates reading with sitting on the white line, which is just sitting on asphalt while it's 150 degrees outside because I didn't read books.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean retributive teaching literally never fucking works. I don't I mean I remember Miss Parker, she was a I guess a I just yeah, I don't even remember. I I just remember Miss Briggs because that was who my main teacher was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, that's just not the way to go, man. <laughs> I mean that's just teaching one oh one, I would think, but she did feel like a really strict teacher and obviously her practices reflect that. Um yeah, I mean that's an easy easy example of like restorative teaching versus retributive teaching right like retribution punishment that stuff never works because then what you're trying to teach to kids is basically associating your punishment with what you're trying to teach them which obviously spells disaster so um so yeah but yeah no thanks for sharing definitely
1: yeah i just want to bring that up so yeah i mean yeah
0: you you know i I didn't want to mention though um today well i mean it was a couple of weeks ago but we're over 3 months in to our to our podcast journey here with how's it going 3 uh, months in yeah it's honestly gone by really quickly I, is that
1: you get the same vibes i'm getting i'm getting different vibes i get, think getting, this this podcast has slowed down my perception of time like these have been a very slow 3 true. months in a good way because mm-hmm. i feel like I, by having checkpoints and these areas in time where we just look back on what we did it slows down time it really does like nothing really flies by anymore because i don't really forget much when i can really spill it all out on here true
0: you know what i think i think you're right actually i agree you know and it's good man Like. I can't wait for like a one year shit
1: and like holy crap and a ten year shit and a fucking yeah, sixty like, year shit.
0: He's like, I, I want to get to a point where like I can look back to an episode like completely forgetting about what we talked about. I mean, I think that's oh. that's also the case here already. Like, I'm don't I don't really remember, uh, what we talked about like fucking in October, right? But like, I still kind of remember who I was, so I feel like I know what I would be saying. But like wait, yeah, like yeah. two years, you know. It's like it's like good wine, you know. It's like good wine. You gotta you gotta let it sit, and you gotta
1: yeah, let it. Yeah, like, exactly. And we'll come back like, and sip on it and see what it tastes like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> A
0: Oh my God, dude, that's that's brilliant. That's brilliant right there. Exactly, exactly. You know, you gotta you gotta let it ferment. Got to age. You know, got to mature, and then come back. You're gonna exactly like you said, sip and oh, and that'd be nice. Exactly.
1: That'd be nice. Exactly. But, uh, you know, thinking. just uh-huh. say it again.
0: I was going to say, like, we need to rename this podcast, like, a good good glass of wine or something like
1: that. <laughs> or that that'd be a separate podcast where we just narrate over our old episodes. Oh,
0: yeah. No, 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 no. I think, I think it would be like episodes we can put in here and just be like special episodes, good glass of wine. Like, good glass oh, of yeah. wine. Oh, yeah. Just...
1: And then, like, let's go crack open one of these barrels and see what we got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant shit, dude. Yeah. What are you gonna say?
1: Um but yeah, I just I definitely wanna because like I guess I have I do have to ask you, David, though, how's it going? Because I, I definitely don't want to end off before checking in on you. Are I'm you good. Say, uh, are
0: you uh, good? I don't I feel like you're not
1: good right now. I can tell you're not good no, right
0: no. now. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Um I think I can only say truthfully here. In the studio, if you know what I mean. Like I, I can only truthfully answer that question in the studio. I, I understand. Okay, thank
1: you. Yeah, I get, I, mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I think we both have these situations before.
1: We have. We've had. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I think I, I think,
0: think this was a good conversation in and of itself, and I don't know. Totally, I, I understand totally. tomorrow's Christmas Eve, so I don't know if Smoot's willing to open the <laughs> open the uh, yeah uh, school. But I I mean, are you you're probably gonna be busy tomorrow anyways, right?
1: Uh, I'll, not really most of the day I'll, I'll be available, but, uh, past like six, I'll be eating dinner with my family. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. All right. Um, but anytime before that, it, dude, it's worth a shot. Like what's the worst that can happen, right?
0: That's true. That's true. I really need this. Yeah. You're right. For sure. Yeah. yeah I'll ask.
1: Night. I can ask. You can ask. It's worth I'll, a shot. I'll, I'll ask. Yeah. I'll ask. All right. For sure. For sure. All right. Cool.
0: But yeah, I think that's a good wrap up to, uh, what December the 23rd was like Wednesday. 2020 see you guys next time